Hey, good evening, geeks and gamers, and welcome to the Mythicast, the podcast sponsored by Mythico Studios right here in downtown Randolph, across the street from historical Succasana, New Jersey. I am your host, Father Time, and with me as always, my good buddy, the tip of the spia, Lord Mortis. What's going on, Father Time? Uh, we're about to shake it up, brother. Yeah. We're going to shake it up. Shake up the universe. We have been told. We yeah. No, actually, we have been commanded. By the CEO. By the humble CEO. Yep. That we have to button up the podcast. Yep. Quote, unquote, nobody gives a crap about your boring lives, old man. That's what he said to us. It's unbelievable. Incredible. I mean, I cried. I did too. (laughs) The two of us were consoling each other at the bar. And I thought, I I just was thinking in my mind, but what about Lord Mortis's diet? Yeah, what about it? He said. What about his exercise? And I was making great strides this week, but I can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. What did you do? I can't talk. You can't about talk it. about it. See, I was, I was, I was trying to set you up. See, if you get in trouble with the CEO. No, I'm, I'm afraid of the humble CEO. So we're, we're, we're skipping the uh, diet and exercise um, conversation today. Yeah, let's go right into. Apparently, all we can talk about is Mythic Americas. Yeah, Such, give us one little sneak in a piece of news. All right, let's talk no, about. No, we can't talk. No, Such, Such. We're talking about the leagues of OTAN. Oh, well, they set the world that. on fire, right. and now they have to put out that fire. Before great it gets news to over. Leave. All right, uh, <laughs> that was great so news. that was great news. Thanks. <laughs> That's what happened. And how was the news in oh, game? Come on, let's talk about it. Well, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> That's so much fun. You guys mocked it last podcast. You said, "Oh, they're gonna, they're not gonna be that bad. They're not gonna be that bad." No, no, I we did not. <laughs> yes, we did. you did. No, we came we came around and realized it was <laughs> too powerful. No, we said we're not going to buy it. Right, that's true. That we did. But say. did you buy it? Plenty no. of people. No, no, no. I no, no way. I don't play dwarfs in space. No, not my thing. So give us the give us the skinny. So I mean, certain units like the uh, the rail guns and their super special weapon rules and uh-huh, their incredible uh-huh. survivability, especially around the bikes, is getting nerfed. I remember you reading off all he the did. statistics. And and even and, we agree. And in my my brain, I was kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was waiting for him to finish. That's true. Your brain did flatline. Yeah, you <laughs> brain. did. I, I heard like an AP minus four. Yeah. yeah. App. What's an app? Straight I have an app. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. But um, I get it. Now, there's two sides of me, as always. You know this. I'm going to get the evil side and the good side. The, the good side is very tiny, by the way. It's tiny. It's just like a little. Is that the thin side? Like a, yeah. That's the thin I, side. I was thinking that in terms of diet, if yeah. I could talk about diet and exercise, I would think We're of gonna it sneak as the it thin side yeah. and the fat side. Yeah. But um, it's a good idea. I won't. The overweight side. I won't talk about it. Yeah. My thin side is very, very small. Okay. And so that's my good side, right? It should be. And so my, my good side. Uh, says, oh, well, you know, that's great. They recognized that they made a mistake. They came back and they fixed it. Yes. Very big of them to do that so quickly. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and they did it in a funny way with a great video. It was awesome. Mm, what did the fat side? The cynic goal <laughs> fat side <laughs> that grew up in New York. We're not cynical, no. are we? The one that grew up in New York says, mm, did they do that so that everybody was excited so they buy it all out and then they go, <laughs> great, thanks for buying it all out. But that just does that. That's too cynical, even for me. How many did we sell? Every one of them. <laughs> but I don't think, I mean, I just don't, I mean, that would require a level of kind of sneaky engineering that would just be, it just seems like unnecessary because everybody loves 40K anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I think the and cynical. Dwarves. And, and I mean, space dwarves. You, gotta, you take geeky Squats, gamers. come on. Yeah. And, and dwarves, it's like, it's their comfort zone. So I think in this instance, the the skinny, non-cynical side of me uh, wins out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't think anybody would do something like that. 
All right, that's it. That's the news. Get no, your no, squads. No, no, no. They're they're still hear, good. I still want to hear uh, Sucha's in, uh, discussion about the tournaments and why they had to spin. Oh, so it started. They haven't used them for the tournaments yet. No, not yet. But preemptively, they were banned at multiple big tournaments. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, they were. They were just flat out. You can't use them. Mm. Um, and before we go on the next topic, I really quickly want to give a shout out to Russ for coming down and doing the demo with me last yeah. weekend. He was amazing and we had a great game and I really, really enjoyed that. And again, if anyone discord of what? mythic Americas and he tried and I showed him a little bit of Omni. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What did I, he say? Um, he loved it. Was he like, this sucks and threw it down on the table? Yes. And he banged on the head of the Wendigo and broke it. <laughs> he was so angry. <laughs> But uh, no, he liked it. Yeah, we had a game uh, Mayans versus Aztecs. Yeah, Did really great. His uh, Mayans look so great. I won. Yeah, he. Oh my god, they're so beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I mean, see, I'm not going to go easy on them. No, no, no. no we had a good time. Oh, you don't go easy on anybody, Suge. <laughs> wait, wait a demo. Yeah, great. <laughs> Sound like B Tim's. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, those models are beautiful. They are great. Yeah, his, his paint jobs are amazing. And we actually talked about. Um, some of the the painting and color theory behind it. And and again, one of the things we talked about is the great opportunity to really use bright, vibrant colors on these models. Did he use a lot of rainbows? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Beautiful stuff. Did he use a lot of primaries? He did. Nice origin. I know. I know. Heinemann. Yeah. You're not taking the I know. I'm not going to go because then immediately I go into the um, acceptable space. (laughs) So, uh, um, no, no. It's definitely very colorful and beautiful um, and well-painted. Yeah, yeah they're the whole great. army looks awesome. great. They have a, I put a bunch of photos up on Discord and on the Facebook group. We have to get used to calling them a force because that's what they are, forces. Yeah. yeah. I've been using that. Yeah, and me too. That. I used that when we were talking to Warlord. Oh, good. that's right. I noticed that. You're right. Yeah. Um, Changing the language, man. Yeah, yeah. So news, we posted a little short snippet on Facebook, right? And on Discord about all the things that really are rolling into October. It's terrifying because October is like a couple of days away. Everybody knows that we're endeavoring to get the Kickstarter launched in October. Uh, that's moving along um, uh, nicely, I think. Not going to make October 1st, though. No, that's no, but I don't think we ever said exactly on October 1st. Well, Taurus thinks we're saying October 1st. Uh, well, okay, he well, holds us to everything we say. Well, Taurus, uh, October's got, what, 30 days in it? 31. Yeah. 31. <laughs> so uh, which which of the ones were we talking about? 21st? 11th-1st? Or 31st? Nice. Nice. You see we how that works? Father, yeah. are we doing something fun for Halloween? Yes. Why are you asking me this? Because I want you to do something fun for Halloween. That was me. That was more of a request. Father Time, I want you to do something fun for Halloween. Okay. <laughs> you mean in the podcast? Like we dress up for the podcast? We could. That'd be oh, we awesome. We could do that. But we all have our, our luchadoras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Masks. <laughs> And, uh, and we'll videotape the podcast. Yeah, that sounds good. Only, That's only, a great idea. And, and we, podcast and we can wear up. our Father Time and Lord Mortis uh, robes. robes. That. All right, we're doing it. It's going to look like a hostage video. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, t- we'll tape you up and uh, tie you to a chair. That's not a problem. Uh, that'll be your costume as we wheel you around Mythicos. <laughs> and who are you? He's our hostage. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it's all Mythicast, um, uh, all Mythic, <laughs> Mythic America's Mythic Earth Mythicast today um, because the CEO is mandating that we start focusing because we're... Oh, no, today's number 74. 74, not 75. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe the Halloween one will be... No, nah, it's too early. We'll have one in between now and Halloween. Yeah, we'll have one between now. So we can tie up Such for practice. <laughs> Like on every episode, How do you know he's not tied up now. That's true. That's true. We don't. Um, yeah, all right. So, what are we talking? Do we want to just uh, update, uh, remind everyone to go to Kickstarter, Heroes of uh, Mythic Americas? I'm not sure we can. 
Why not? Because we're not allowed to talk about. Well, we have to go straight into Mythic Americas. Oh, we're not even allowed. But it is Mythic Americas. It's an RPG, though. But yes, we should remind them. If we were allowed to remind them, yes, we would definitely do that. Yeah, go to Kickstarter, sign up so that you get um, uh, pre-launch pre-launch notices yes. and all that stuff. Um, and that's Heroes of Mythic Americas on Kickstarter. There's plenty of links on our Facebook and our Discord. I have to say the rewards are pretty snappy. Yeah, pretty sweet. I was just talking to the humble CEO. He yeah. was humiliating me, actually. Again, but, I know. Yeah. How do we, why do we put up with it? I don't know. <laughs> He's your offspring. I know, pal. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, a devil uh, child. That's what I raised, yeah, a devil well, child. We were, we were discussing the reward tiers, and he was um, putting his stamp of approval. Oh, good. So we're good? I think we're good. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. God tier is in. Oh, nice. That's a that's a high five. Okay. Um, see, if we could talk about our diet and exercise, people could see why we could reach across the table like that. Stretching. Yeah. A little flexibility, but don't talk about it. No. So we're going to talk about um, Omni. Okay. Right? That's going to be our big topic conversation. There's been a lot of talk, and we posted some sneak peeks and conversations uh, on uh on the social media platforms. See, that's sophisticated. Um, so why didn't you launch into Omni? Tell us what we're, what we're doing. Okay. Well, I mean, the intent here is that we have a rule set that starts separating us officially from the warlords of Erewhon, to be honest. I right. Mean, and, and, you know, this is all on the up and up. We were just talking to warlords and everyone knows what we're doing. Yep. Um, the intent, however, is to be able to not, change the rule set so drastically that uh, people who are invested into the game already with Warlords of Erewhon are completely left out in the cold and starting a whole new game. So that it, it's not that drastic yeah. a change, but there are still changes. And we've changed Warlords of Erewhon along the way anyway. Yeah. I mean, multi-wounds for monstrosities, removing the monstrosity chart. You know, there's there's plenty but, of places where we diverge from but we've changed well, it as much as i th i think the system will accept yes right agreed you know we can't keep trying to write the book rewrite the book or adding you know 10 pages of errata to get a rule set out so yeah. uh the intent here was that we're going to take the things that we like about warlords of Erewhon. we're going to keep them um we're not going <laughs> to juggle the unit abilities so much that everything becomes unbalanced everything should should go right in without a dramatic amount of change from a from a force perspective yeah and i was trying to think of a reason like a really clear reason to explain to someone so for as we continue to add uh what we now call forces mm -hmm. into um mythic americas and then we started thinking about the fact that in 2023, we're bringing a Poly Polynesian kingdom mm -hmm. uh, force onto uh, the tabletop mm -hmm. as a bridge faction into Mythic Asia. Mm -hmm. And then we started doing the 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 design for the all of the five regions, six if you include Mythic Earth as its own region. Now you're talking about 48 forces. And the reality is that... Um, the original Warlords of Erewhon would require so much change. It wouldn't be Warlords. It just of it wouldn't be Warlords of Erewhon anyway. So we we didn't want to do that to the system, 
the system of Warlords of Erewhon as we wrote it for Mythic Americas is there. Yep. The uh, the what they call the warbands are there. We're not going to abandon them. If people love to play Warlords of Erewhon, please by all means. It's basically the way I was trying to explain it to somebody. Is like if you love Age of Sigmar and you play Warcry or something, or right. you know right. Warhammer Underworlds is a subset of the Mythic Americas Correct. realm. But we needed something that was more flexible and that gave us more importantly, the flexibility comes from design flexibility right. from you know the things that we in our own rule said that we can do is maintain that feel of warlords of everyone which is a generic fantasy tabletop game feel right right which you know we love from all the other fantasy games that we play um but keep some of the things that we also love about um era one which is not a you go i go so we like that random activation right. process mm-hmm. right but that's not the only game in the world that has random activation we like it in legion mm-hmm. for example uh, we loved it in the old confrontation, right? Um, so those kind of things are is something that we liked about the system. So we wanted to keep and, that feel and and things like blessings, right? Right. That that's a Mythic America core rule mechanic. Anyway, yeah, it's yeah. a core mechanic that we added on top of it. Right. The scenarios themselves, the the secondary scenarios, the you know, primaries, all, of, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff. That's all going to stay. And, yeah. And, Frankly, the scenarios are going to be the same, you know. I mean, will we have to change some wording? Probably, but for the most part, you know, the the how those scenarios play is going to be identical. Yep. So let's walk people through the the process uh, as it is uh, now in Omni, and and you know we're going to discuss kind of general terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to get into every specific uh, action, unit action, or anything like that. We're just going to give you a sense of. Where, you know, the things that we're keeping uh, are the feel of the fantasy games that we like as long as they're not you go, I go, right? So, so random activation. So in my um, in my opinion, there mm-hmm. are three changes that you will, that are vastly different from Warlords of Erewhon. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is the idea of uh, an action for a unit, the unit action, mm-hmm. Right. In Warlords of Erewhon, we're pulling a die out of a bag. That die has six actions that you can take, and that's the limit. Right. And we were already pushing that, <clears throat> excuse me, because of we were repurposing the down order. We wanted an an uh, an action that a unit could take so that you could accomplish an objective. Yep. And we did that through the down order, which um, it worked. You know, it wasn't a bad choice, but it wasn't like the ultimate choice. Yep. So what we're going to do now, instead of having that limitation of six unit actions, we have several more. We're going to be able to separate that idea of a unit going, you know, down versus a unit doing an objective. Mm-hmm. And um, I think all those things gives us a whole, one, it gives us a whole new design space. Yeah. Right. Because as you were discussing before we started this, if we want to make new actions, if we want to make new actions that are unit or force specific, we can do that. Yeah. Now we can. Now we can. Yeah. Right. There won't be any when we start out. I mean, there's still a list of actions that we're going to have to discuss. We're not going to do it today. Yep. Um, And we will once we release the the rule system for community playtesting. And we'll talk about that as well. Yep. Um. You know, we'll be fielding a lot of questions and stuff. You know, when you get the rule system, it is going to be very, very uh, um, kind of thoroughly played. Uh, but our intention is to be able to go in, take community uh, uh, input, um, and 
stay on top of the living rule book mm-hmm. to make sure that we keep it really fresh so we don't end up with a, a Volton situation, <laughs> right? right? right. Um, and so before something becomes official, it's going to be play tested by the community, especially with the forces. That's really where a lot of people are going to be involved um, because we can release force rosters before the force hits and I know that's dangerous for a gaming company, right? Because you're like, well, you know, what if it, they, you know, they, they, their playtesting is not as great as, you know, and blah, 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 and it gets a reputation. But we, you know, that's never going to concern us because there's going to be 48 forces. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so for us, it's just really making sure that we nuance it at all. So anyway, keep going back to where you're. Well, <clears throat> sorry. Well, that was um, the idea of expanding on actions, the idea of not having an order die that you're pulling that, that limits. The amount of actions. Not having to buy specific Correct. made, you know, a special made die. Also, yep. Right. So, uh, and, and the key word for that, the main reason for that change is design flexibility. The main phrase is giving us the design flexibility to fit, to create unit actions that may be four specific or, or that don't limit you to a six phase, you know, a six sided die. Exactly. Right. So, the other half of that then becomes, all right, well, one thing that we really enjoy, one thing that everyone who plays Warlord games, in, in essence, that, that I'm drawing a die out of a bag mechanic is because it randomizes mm-hmm. the the turn order. Yep. Um, none of us like to play games where it's I go, you go, you know, oh, I get back to back. Right. Oh, you God. Know, I yeah. end and I right. go again. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and the Warlord mechanic got us away from that in a fresh feel so again just like legion like the old confrontation you know which we loved uh was great yep yep so what we're gonna do in omni is a little different so uh, i hope i can explain this correctly yeah it's you have you have a die per unit a normal d6 normal d6 die per unit and before the turn begins you roll your dice for your units they're not in a bag or anything your opponent rolls his dice for his units Mm -hmm. and then you take matching dice and you line them up so if you had uh if you have eight units you roll your dice you have two sixes well you have two sixes first if you have one five that's next three fours you know etc etc you order them in descending order in descending order Mm -hmm. in the pairs that they rolled yep now at that point the um you compare your numbers to your your opponents so mm-hmm. if i have two sixes but lord mortis you have three sixes well, i get initiative you get initiative yep. and you get to go first and with each one of those die you are now going to be activating a unit mm-hmm. so you take the first initiative i'm going to use this six i'm going to use this move this mine unit up or i'm yep. going to take a down order yep. or whatever the action is yeah then it's my turn to go with mine um, and you go back and forth until you run out of sixes. Run out of sixes. I may have more sixes than you, for example. So yep. I may have. So so I ha- I win initiative. So my first, I go my use my first six. You use your first six. I use my second. You use your second. But now I have a third. Right. So I get to uh, deploy, for example, or right. activate another unit. Now we jump to fives. Who's got more fives? That person will have the initiative. Correct. So let's say that in this case you have two fives and I have no fours or no fives. Right. So you go ahead and, and activate twice, twice, right. which, so what happens is, and then you can, you keep doing this. And then the next one, we both have fours, right? 
And so now you're like, wait a minute, that's a tie. So who went, who had initiative last time? It was you, right? Because you had more fives. Mm -hmm. So now I go, I get initiative by default because we want to avoid the too many turns in a row. I mean, if you roll, you know, six sixes out of uh, uh, God nine, bless you. then great. Yeah. <laughs> that just means that the, the tabletop gods are on your side today, um, or at least for that turn. So that keeps initiative random, but it also jumps back and forth during a turn, which again, I mm-hmm. think is is really unique and in a play testing and, and the game that, for example, we played yesterday, it was a lot of fun because you were always doing something, was always active. The, the, what's What's fun about it in my mind is that Okay, it's random, but you can still look yes. at your dice. You can still look at your opponent's dice, and you can see where you might have a waiting, a mm-hmm. little leverage that you might, you know, if you have an order that, uh, you know, an order of unit activation that you want to see happen exactly so that you can pull off some kind of a, yep. uh, you know, a trick, you have to plan that around those dice. And so there's strategy just in your activation. It's yes. not totally random. No. You know, there's there's a strategy behind it, and it, I think that's fabulous. It's a strategy once you roll your dice. Yeah. So you have to adapt to the battlefield circumstances, which is in this exactly. case is represented by the dice rolls, and then you can plan, knowing what your force is, mm-hmm. how to best utilize those dice for this specific turn. Right. I right. saw that in action yesterday where the guys were like, it was clicking in their head, so they started thinking, oh, I happen to, you know, it's a game within a game. And how you manage your resources, in this case, the dice. Right, right. So you could roll a lot of low numbers, right. which just means you're going to sit back and have to strategically figure out how do you wait until you now have all your activations and can go in and do some destruction. Which is great because it it um, it no it no longer becomes a case of just a simple uh, just a simple randomization mm-hmm. mechanic. It now becomes an active part of the game. That it, that encourage you uh, encourages the players to be strategic all along. Right. Right. So I have a question. So the dice for each unit, right? They're not tied to that unit. They go into a pool. Yes, correct. that's correct. Assign. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and this is just a kind of a question here. Are we still going to do MOD or multiple activations? Yes. For yes. We actually. Models? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So they give two or more dice to a pool. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So that's that's another kind of mechanic in there. So certain larger models still are able to act. You know more often, and is there the potential? Let's say for a Wendigo, who in the older system was able to you know have MOD two act twice, could he now go once in the let's say the when we're activating fives yeah, yep. and then again when we're activating threes? Sure, so we can kind of stagger that activation. You don't have to blow both of them at the same time. Exactly, exactly. which okay. once again gives us flexibility mm-hmm. because the the unit action system that we've developed allows us to really kind of think about. Uh, a much more fluid game mechanic for for special type of you know models on the table like a monstrosity right. Right. should feel a leader right with a with with multiple unit action dice right would be uh, is a much more powerful thing by the way the the generals as they're called now the 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 warlord basically uh figure in the model is from all the playtesting that I've seen so far is much more valuable now which is addresses one of the things that you were uh, yes. concerned about uh, in the previous uh, iteration of the game. So, so far, I'm, I tell you, I, I'm psyched um, about that, the, that system. Wonderful. Yeah. So th- there was only one more thing that I wanted to bring up and it's such a small, subtle change, but has an impact that when you think about it is maybe broader 
than mm-hmm. at first it sounds, is that in magic, right? So we've always had, mm, you know, our, our concerns about how magic works. You know, you've got this number. It's usually a seven or an eight or a yeah. six. And you roll a die and the, you know, the person, your opponent's going to roll their dispel die because you can't go into a battle without a, a mage, right? Because right. of, and, you know, it's that meter beat kind of, mentality to spell it just very flat and it's very linear because yes no but again when we say these things we're talking about within the context of a gaming system that that wants to expand beyond a few forces right era one was written to deal with dwarves and elves and orcs and knights and that kind of stuff and it's and it was designed to be kind of a very very structured almost generic uh, rule system, which is great. And it's beautiful for that, and it works well to a certain size. And I don't mean flat from a, from a negative perspective. It's a flat line. Yes, it's it is. Exactly right. Yes. That's all that one die is ever going to allow you to do. Right. We're going to roll two dice. Right. So now, instead of just having to meet a, a flat line linear progression, you now have a bell curve, yep. which makes... The whole strategy of what you need to cast and what you need to dispel, very different. Yeah. And it feels much different, too. Mm-hmm. Can um, we go over to Iowa actually to cast spells in the new edition? Can we what? Can we talk about how to cast spells? No. No? All right. No, not yet, because I think we're still developing the spells. And I think if we start, you know, everyone should be aware that the the spells as they exist now for your warband are being translated because again they're all mythic america spells right? right and they're all written to be within the spirit of whatever the particular yep. warband was so that's not going to go away they right. just need they're just being mathematically made to fit within our our right. new system and there's a the vocabulary changes the vocabulary will be a very simple change for people to make and you know the spells I have to change accordingly, but will an Aztec, you know, be able to buff their, yeah, bound dead. Totally. Yes. Yes. Same things. So we're still trying to keep the theming of the wizards intact. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're not changing, you know, any of that because again, that's all inherent to mythic Americas. Right. Uh, Right. So, and it's inherent to, to, to what people are, are building their forces. Right. That's, I think that's important to mention, you know, you'll be able to bring your, um, war band, and put it on the tabletop as a force. Yep. And you're not going to miss a beat. No. There might be a few things you, you need to kind of familiarize yourself in that they may be doing some some cooler things and they're going to be able to do other things. And right. that's really the big difference for you as a player, as an Aztec player or an Inca player myself. I now know that my Incas can do more than they used to be able to do. That's really the biggest difference as to what the forces can do. But But the good thing is... If I have a thousand point army that I've painted and I'm right at a thousand points in Warlords of Erewhon, that thousand points will transfer over directly. I mean, am I saying that we might not repoint something? It might happen. Right. But we're not reporting, repointing everything. So now all of a sudden your thousand points that you just spent the last three months painting, I have to start over. I have yep. to start moving. That doesn't happen. No, believe me, we are all very, very aware of the, the things that we as gamers wanted to keep within our even our own forces we simply are, we're doing this so that it truly is uh, a much more flexible and active gaming system that keeps the spirit of what we love about Erewhon and all the other fantasy games that we love that and you know and and that's 
that's why it took this long. <laughs> yeah. It takes a long time to create something that's simple, sophisticated, yet uh, gives us all the feel that, oh, yeah, this is what I love about, you know, uh, that play style. Yep. Yep. So I think that covers units. I mean, we have more than six uh, unit actions. Um, and you mentioned um, we will be able to, this, this, this having additional unit actions gives us the flexibility of creating specific force, or I should say four specific actions mm. uh, that are only available to that force, which is also awesome because it gives us yet another uh, tool in the design box, right? Uh, the multi-wound monstrosities, as they used to be called, they're behemoths now, mm -hmm. um, um, uh, are beautiful in this. Uh, they're just so useful, especially with, with when they have mo multiple unit activation dice. Yeah, uh, they're just they're just so much more useful. They bounce around, uh, and, and they do uh, lots of fun stuff on the table. Um, at least from the testing point of view. Okay, I don't think we can talk about it anymore because okay. we're under strict rules from the humble CEO. Got it. How much we can and how long? Yes, so oh, that's true. I think have we hit our wall or no? We're at half an hour. Oh well. What right. Gonna, what are we going to talk about? We can't talk about that. Well, uh, no, no, we can <laughs> more definitely, the news. No, we can definitely talk about so. Um, Let's rewind the tape just a little bit. Mm. Yes. So when let's start from the beginning. You still roll at the beginning of the game before anybody puts any models on the table. You're going to roll to see what alignment you play for. The ever-living or the ever-changing. That is still the same. The the That roll, so let's say Such and I are playing. I roll. I win the roll. I choose, I don't know, ever-changing. You choose ever-living. Um What's going to happen now is uh, you are going to choose the primary objective. Okay. Okay. Because I won the role and I got to choose what the what the alignment was. Mm -hmm. uh, again, we're trying to make all of this about that keyword that we love that's in the lore, which is balance. So we feel from a playing balance, it's only right that you get to choose what that primary objective is. Sure. So then what happens is we uh, both pick our secondary objectives exactly the way we used to do it in the past. We, we take our... You know, however many uh, eight uh, secondary objectives we have, we pick three, randomly pick one, or if you just pick one out of the eight, whatever it is, that's your secondary objective. That's still the same. Your alignment still opens up specific spells that are specific to the alignment into your warband, right? So that doesn't go away. Um, and and then that's, you know, you still, you, whether you have cards or not, that's up to you. We, we're going to make cards available with the spells and the blessings. The blessings aren't going to go away. Um, and um, that's that gives you your same exact mechanic that you're mm -hmm. used to right now. Yeah, we have primary objective, secondary objective, and you have your, your blessings. Uh, yep, and you have your, your alignment is random still. You yep. don't get to build a list under the ever-changing and use that list forever and ever. So and that stays the same. And and certain things like yeah, secondaries and spells are still going to be locked to whatever. Yep, kind of your specific you alignment is. So if you're an ever living player, you cannot be using ever changing spells. Okay, right? There are still spells like some of the warbands have spells that it could be either or, but sure. the, and those are those will remain. Uh, the thing that is going away, the order dice are going away. Mm. There's no more order dice; they're being replaced by normal d sixes, uh, and you will need need two types of dice in the game: a d six and a d ten. Um, you need a rule, uh, measuring tape. Uh, we're still measuring in inches. That's it. I mean, that's really, we want, and the rules are all going to be free 
and they're all going to be available as a PDF, and all the force rosters are free. And the spells, right? And, all, mean, and the spells, and everything that you need to play the game except the models are, are going to be free, and the dice, we're not going to give you dice, and we're not going to give you a measuring tape. Those you have to have yourself. <laughs> um, we will give you tokens on, as PDFs that you can use. We're actually going to produce... You know, and some of the tokens are really just sort of like uh, things um, that are buffs and, and stuff like that. Yeah, reminders of like who's you know, objective to tokens. We're going to start making. We already make objective uh, kind of markers as, as statues and that kind of stuff. But um, but that's it. I mean, honestly, that that the um, I venture to say that we've kept the spirit of the the style of game that we love, um, and we made it a much more flexible platform. Um, for what it's worth, it's, it's, um, I think it's, it's only a few weeks away from us, um, you know, in October at some point, just getting it out to the community for everybody to start playing and having fun. Right. Father time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're back. You're back. Yeah. I was, I was looking at, uh, I was getting pinged from the discord, believe it or not. So I wanted to see what was going on there. Okay. Um, what else? I mean, I, I think. It's it's good times. I th I think um, more than anything. I guess one more comment. You know, you'll notice that we're starting to add the layer of mythic earth to our messaging. Um, and there's again, if you if you heard what we said, we're looking to expand. You know, um, first of all, mythic uh, Americas, and because we're adding Taino, and we're going to be bringing the Chachapoya after the Polynesian kingdoms, and then we're going to have other co co uh, units added to the existing forces, and you know, uh, have campaign uh, forces that we'll introduce over the next you know uh, months and years that will be bridge factions and that kind of stuff. So we are going to spend a lot of time in the Americas, of course, because that's the place where we the, the game started and the place that we love. Um, it's just that we're going to start interacting with the other places around the world the way we, mm -hmm. we said we would. Mm -hmm. And so we're starting to talk about Mythic Earth um, as kind of a nice, fresh way to, to introduce Omni, to make it part of a much bigger world, uh, Mythic Earth, than just Mythic Americas, and to really sort of blow out the, the game in a, in a huge way, uh, which is what we made a commitment when we started this thing a 10-year a a project um, on the heels of 10 years of development prior to, to releasing it. So we're in year two now. We're in year two. We haven't completed two years since the game launched, right? So we've got eight more years of fun, Such. All right. Um, to get the call of the things that we're planning to do. I mean, I don't think it's going to take us eight years to do all of the areas, the way we move. <laughs> you think Father Time will be like still walking in eight years? Yeah, he will be. be. I mean, come on, he's <laughs> eternal. Look at him. Could be worse than that. <laughs> But uh, I, that's the update for Omni. I mean, uh, I'm sure we'll get a lot of questions on Discord, but I think I think we're in a really good place, um, and we'll let everyone um, participate uh, once the designers are done putting their thumbs up. So interestingly enough, yes, um, the humble CEO. The reason I was looking at the uh, Discord, the humble CEO posted the um, pics of the resculpted Sachem. Oh, Ooh. oh, cool. Yeah, and um, it's beautiful. Oh, it looks awesome. Yeah. And the uh, the people were asking about, you know, what's the resculpting plan? Why are we resculpting? You know, the, that's what was so I think we could talk to that. We could definitely talk to that. You want to you want to handle that one? No. No. No, I could. <laughs> I mean, it's just I mean, some of the, the right now we are very focused on tribal nations because tribal nations was 
the first of all our factions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the design, the mini design team was different than the ones we have now, and we just want to catch up. That's one of the more candid <laughs> responses. Go yeah. Ahead. No, I mean, I think you're right. Look, uh, here's the advantage, um, and, and maybe, you know, maybe why, you know, uh, we approach this from the point of view of we're gamers first. Right. Right. So when we did Tribal Nations, um, the it was one of the original designs, and we felt that the 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 minis are fine, they're great, and all that other good stuff. But I felt like we had moved our quality uh, up, and then, and it felt like the Tribal Nations needed a little love. Yep. Right. They need some more freshness to their model range. And who the hell goes back and visits one of their, you know, um, an entire faction within months of releasing the first one? Um, and we're in the, and we are like pretty much sold out of the tribal nations. Um, of specifically, I think it's the uh, Mohawk warriors with uh, tomahawks yeah. and the Seneca archers. Yeah. So we thought, you know what? There's room in the design schedule. Let's invest, you know, a few uh, shekels. And and let's get the the those redesigned, right? Let's get um, spend a little money and get the that the designers working on. And I also think there's a there's a um, a need for historical accuracy too. Yes, and and I know that we you know considering they're the first things we put out that there was room to improve. Yeah, and and uh, the Seneca arches were pretty tight, and so were the Mohawk warriors. Correct. Um, we wanted to also make them just. Just um, um, uh, kind of on the par with the Mohawk Warriors with uh, clubs, which are beautiful models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. Um, you know, and their redesigns. And, and so that, so we're basically, you know, uh, again, we said this from the beginning, we're going to always pay attention to the existing warbands and refresh them, even as we're introducing new models, right? And new forces. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, it's, we're never going to abandon. I don't think, you know, we will abandon a, a, a force and just not revisit it for years the way some gaming companies do which is like five years later they finally get some love and that's not kind of how we roll and part of the reason for that is also we want to introduce new um uh units right. within each right. uh, force and i know taurus says where are my you know hummingbird warriors and all that and and so uh, uh, that's the kind of unit that would be added to to like the aztecs right. um right. Uh, so so anyway, so that's why we're we're resculpting some of these and the Sachem, we wanted to make sure that he was uh, specific to uh, to a group or to a tribe and that it, and that it was historically accurate mm-hmm. and even his headdress uh, is correct and Matt Hall, Doctor Matt Hall, uh, who uh, who himself is Cherokee Nation, um, made sure that our research was one hundred percent accurate on, on the Sachem, which we always felt the Sachem was great. But it just didn't fit. Uh, it didn't perfectly fit the uh, the geographic location from which uh, he's supposed to be from. Agreed. So now we now we fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on the Discord we should address? No, I don't think so. That was, I just saw it. It just seemed like a good topic. Yeah, it's great. And he has weapon options too. It's worth mentioning. He's he's got a pose with the uh, club and a pose with the tomahawk. Yeah, and the club is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's got like a big spike on it. Yeah, yeah, that's like, going to get gun you with stuck. It. Club. That's the name of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, not that he had guns, but that's just the name of no, the, the, the shape, the shape of the thing. Um, and uh, before you jump on it, he doesn't come equipped with a club 
um, in the um, if you look at the Warband roster, he comes with the mo- Tomahawk. So that's the model that we're re-releasing. But we're gonna have this this uh, this second sculpt uh, available just because it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? That's it, man. We are super super um, up to the wall here. Forty minutes. I think that's all we were gonna be uh, able allowed. to to uh, allowed to speak today because they didn't want us to give too much on the Omni. But I think you get the gist of it. There really isn't what we're going to leave out of this particular podcast is the details, the actions, the spells, the actual specific things. But yeah, that'll be in a future <laughs> podcast when we really are, are confident and ready to share that information. Yeah, when we know, well, when we can actually sit down and that's very, very in a very detailed way speak about each one of those actions and components but right now do you um just a quick question do you think either one of the actions might be um diet or exercise both that's actually one action for each oh okay yeah yeah good so we can talk about that in an upcoming there's actually a third one which is deliver news yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and and I haven't talked about a while, but there's another car that I want to buy. Oh, so there's, a, oh, there's yeah. a, yet so another there's four actions that we haven't told the humble CEO about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I buy a car. That's another <laughs> yeah, action. One is uh-huh. I want to buy. Uh, there's a uh, another action that we're adding, which is uh, turn my hair into Sucha's uh, hair. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's really scary. Is there a um, cigar or booze action? There's definitely a cigar. <laughs> there are two separate ones. Oh. Because you can actually wow. do the cigar one three or four times in a row. <laughs> the booze one, you, you can only do twice. Okay, good. Yeah. So, no, it's good. All um, right. So, that gives you a taste of what kind of actions may be coming up. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, yeah. Look, I think we're we're um, we're excited. I know we're excited because I, we feel like we now have lots of room to breathe, uh, lots of room to grow, and lots of room to, to design our 48 forces. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so considering, it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. Exciting. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, all right. So we'll catch everybody in in a, in um, two weeks. Yep. And um, be good. And uh, if you're in Florida, God bless. And in uh, uh, Cuba. And holy cow, hope everybody's okay. So we'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks. <laughs>